Word broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyanukokraba. Now on today's message. We want blessings, we 
Oh 
And he said, yeah. And I asked the Lord, what name fits you? And he said, yeah. And generation after generation, keep praising you when no word comes to Generation after generation Keep praising you when no word stops you up Then I ask the Lord what name fits you And he said yeah He said, yeah. Oh, and I asked the Lord, one name fits you. And he said, yeah. Oh, and I asked the Lord, one name fits you. Amen. Oh, put your hands together one more time for our sister Karen. Thank you so much for that wonderful ministration. Great. Are you ready for what is coming? I believe the past two nights has been so wonderful, and tonight I have come from Adasayeth, the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, let's rise to our feet. Let's welcome our wonderful, adorable convener, Bishop Jude Orakatete, to come and introduce the man of God for tonight. Oh, keep clapping. Keep clapping as he comes. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. It's a blessing to be here tonight. Are you ready for what is coming? And tonight, relax. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, relax. Today, it is not over until it is over. Now, one of the things that we must also learn is that when we want the Holy Spirit's 
to move and work in our midst. We must learn to give him time to do what he wants to do at his own pace. Many times we are in a hurry. You know, the system of the world now is anti-God. That is why we can't pray. We can't wait on God because you are in a hurry. When you go before God, God, you have 15 minutes. Say whatever you want to say and let me go. <laughs> but God doesn't operate that way. I mean, any important person, any powerful person doesn't operate that. You can't give him pressure to move. He will move when he wants to move. And he will do what he wants to do. And when you come to the house of God, we must have that understanding that we have come to the creator of the universe, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who gave you life and health and and the one who can make or unmake you. So when you come, you don't come, Charlie, you have up to 11. Ochinami, what plans? Oh, yes. And I, I, Bishop Chris, I see it all the time. You come to church, the Spirit of God is moving, then people look at their time and they pack their things and they are going home. And I'm asking, you are going home to what? To solve a problem that you've been trying to solve for three years and you've not been able to solve. When God can solve that problem in a minute. Oh yes. All you need is a word. And God will solve that problem for you. Very fast. So I'm saying all of this so that you will relax. You see, Bishop Chris, a brother, a brother went to do degree. He was working somewhere. And he knew that with what he had, he would not be promoted. So he went to do degree. And he went to submit his certificate. They still didn't mind him. With a degree. And he has been working there for some time. No promotion. Then one day, And and you must know that the Spirit of God is not limited. He can move where he wants to move. So one day, he was building. And as he was building, he said, Oh, it would be nice if you can pass through my site. So I went to preach somewhere and he came. I said, Okay, so let's pass. But his site was closed. Then we went to look at the site. In fact, the reason why he wanted me to look at the site, he had had a dream in which I came to the site and asked him to break things. So as I was coming, he was afraid. I was coming to ask him to break things. Unfortunately, look, I have a habit of asking people to break things. <laughs> so I went there. But I didn't ask him to break anything. Until he pointed something to me. I thought, this one there, you have to break. I mean, once I've come, you have to break one or two. Then... When I was leaving the site, I just prayed for him. I said, Father, send money. Send money to build this house. I was there, I think two weeks later. He came to see me and he said, Bishop, I don't know what to do with myself. 
I said, ah, what do you mean by you don't know what to do with yourself? He said, I'm trying to show you that when you come to the presence of God, let God work. Don't be in a hurry. You get it? I said, why can't, why, why can't you? He said, I go to work after the prayer. And on Wednesday, I was walking and I met a lady. And they started chatting. And I think somehow he brought up this issue about his certificate. He's been waiting for promotion for one year. The promotion hasn't come. Then the lady said, oh, we have wronged you. So what do you mean by we are wronged you? Oh, no, we should have promoted you by now. And the lady said, wait for me. You will hear from the office. That's Wednesday. Friday. He gets a call to come to the office. When he went to the office, there were two letters waiting for him. One letter was a letter of apology. That uh, the company is apologizing. The company was apologizing. And then the second letter was a letter of promotion. And not just a promotion, but because the promotion should have happened the year before when he sent, so they were going to give him back pay. They were going to give him back pay. And then, he thought that was all. But that was not all. He was there, and they called him again. And they said, actually, we've made a mistake. We should have promoted you five years ago. We should have promoted you five years ago. So now, the, the officer of where the guy was working told him that, please, I think at this point you should sue us and we'll pay. Sue us because we have not treated you fairly. And I told my brother, God is fighting for you. You don't, you don't, need, you don't need to sue. I mean, what God has done for you already it's okay. You don't see because sometimes God is trying to work for you. Now then God says, eh, it's all you can do. Then he, now he goes back to watch you. That's all that brother. Forget about the suing. God is fighting for you. So he was there, and another letter came, another promotion. So in a period of a week or two, he has been promoted twice. All of them with back pay. <laughs> And he said, Bishop, you can't, you can't believe it. I have enough money to roof the building and to finish the building. May the Spirit of God do something like that for you tonight. I said, may the Spirit of God do something like that for you tonight. That is why you must relax and be humble. And be here. Whatever time we close, we go home. Oh, oh we should even sleep here. Oh, <laughs> well, Bishop Chris has written two powerful books that are available. One of them is Steps to Divine Provision. How many need divine provision? How many of you need divine provision? God should provide for you. I've told you that the current economy, you cannot depend on 
your business. Well, if you're a businessman, the money you use to go and buy the things that you use, by the time you finish selling, the price has changed. So by the time you go again to buy the same thing again, so you need God to provide for you. Hallelujah. And I see God providing for you through this convention. Hallelujah. And then the next book is Reaching Your Expected End. There is an end that God has for you. And so I I was glancing through the book and I saw horns. I said, ah, horns there. But you see, let me read something small from the book. Can I read something small from it? Hallelujah. Why would you say my relaxing with introduction? The guy, young point. According to the scripture in Revelation chapter 13, and I hope you are getting your money ready to buy the book. You need to get the book. So get your hundred and as it is ready. Revelation chapter 13 verse 1, which declares, And I stood upon the son of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having what? Seven heads and ten horns. Seven heads and ten horns. Most of you, you are afraid of reading the book of Revelation. It will interest you to know that the heads symbolize authorities. And they are actually spirits operating in those capacities. So which are the spirits? Okay? So the head of Beli Yahab, which is a spirit that is there to make you worthless. So that's why sometimes you will do things that will make you well. Nice young lady with a, a, a nice future. Before you realize you are sleeping with different men. You get it? Before you realize at the age of 26, you have been pregnant for four different men. One day I was talking to a lady. At the point, I, 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 I was suddenly asking her, ah, so what is wrong with you? You slept with this man. He got you pregnant and he left you. Then after that, you want to sleep with another one. He also got you pregnant and he left you. After once or twice, dear. But then you go on to do number three and number four. Four different men. All of them, when they impregnate you, then they leave you. It is called the spirit of Ayal is working, making you worthless and making you useless. I'm showing you why you must buy the book because some of you who share the business say, you know what? First step to worthlessness now, which name we? You better put a stop to it and sign now. The logical conclusion happens to you. Then the second head is the head of greed. It makes that that spirit makes you greedy. Make you make you want to take anything that doesn't belong to you. A lot of the, you know, many times when I hear, God forgive me, forgive me. When I hear people that have been duped, the reason why you've been duped is you were greedy. If you 
were not greedy, you would not have been duped. Ah, when someone is telling you something that is too good to be true, who to me who say Anansi story na ekajewono? Bring your money, let me multiply it for you. Next me, who's who call Amaya multiply amount? Bishop Chris, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My church members, they understand me, but, but, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Greed! That's the reason why somebody can get your money. Because you are greedy. And it's a spirit. And it makes you greedy. And it destroys your life. Then you have the head of evil independence, which makes you rebellious. You don't want to kotor to anybody. You don't want to kotor to anything. But in this world, God has put people in authority. And you must submit. Anything that tells you not to submit to authority is a rebellious spirit. And it's a spirit of evil independence. That is why we have women who are married and they don't want to kotor to their husbands. When your husband says one, you say 23. Listen, if you are not prepared to humble yourself and control, then don't marry. Don't marry. Don't marry. And, see, and some of us, you see, we, 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 we have that experience in your home where you come from. Your father cannot control you. Your mother cannot control you. Nobody can control you. And you try to bring that to the house of God so that we don't it is a spirit of evil and it will never lead you anywhere. It will not lead you to a good place. Yes. <laughs> evil independence so they are spirits. Listen, you must understand that a lot of our thoughts are spirits. The thoughts you have, they are spirits. A, a spirit is what is whispering that thought and that idea. But you must ask yourself, which spirit is it? Is it an evil spirit or is it the spirit of God? Hallelujah. Then we have the head of foolishness. And my Jimmy. <laughs> because sometimes you see people and their life is one foolish decision after the other. One foolishness under the other. One foolishness at, and you are wondering, ah, when will you have a dream? It's a spirit that is leading you. The spirit of foolishness is leading you. Then we have the head of selfishness. Where you think, and, and, and that thing, and that is what makes us come to church with only one motive. What am I going to get from God? Not what am I contributing to Christ's embassy. Not what am I contributing to the house of God. But what am I coming to collect? That is why people, see, that's the reason why some people, they move from church to church. My brother had two months. I'm not getting anything. Let me go to this other place. Maybe I'll, and that, and that is selfishness. 
Selfishness. It's all, all about yourself and what you can get. And not about your contribution to the things of God. Are you here or you've gone home? The head of a wild goose chase. A new deer. A new deer. A new Bible friend. The deceitfulness of riches. Makes you think that if I go this way, the one day, a certain man, he worked and he got a little money and decided to enter into plate business. They started chatting with their wife. So I'm going to sell this plate and I'm going to make this profit and next time I'll buy more and I'll buy more. And before you realize, I have a chain of stores. It has not happened yet though. I'll have a series of stores. I'll be selling plates and my plate business will, will blossom and I'll buy a car. And then, and then, and then, and then when he said, I'll buy the car, and then the one said, hey, and I'll sit in the front of the car. And I'll sit in the front of the car. And, and, and the man said, hey, get out from the front of my car. And his hand hit the plate and all the plates broke. Just, just the ideas in the life has collapsed the business. Just the ideas in his head has collapsed the business. <laughs> yes. And many of us, we have such wild dreams and such wild ideas that I will do this. And, and, and because of that, you don't have time for God. You don't have time for the house of God. You don't have time for the things of God because you are chasing something and you are telling myself that five years down the line, I'll be rich and I'll come and serve God. Get ready for 50 years of chasing. You chase it and chase it. And it is called the spirit of a wild goose chase. Satan holds the carrot in front of you like that. And he's sitting on your shoulder. And he's holding And you are right. He says, I can catch it right now. But you've forgotten that I should move. The person holding the carrot is also moving with you. So you never get it. Are you here or have you gone home? And then the head of ungratefulness, which makes you ungrateful. Then the, what God has done for you, you are not grateful to it. There are some people, they can never see anything good that anybody has done for them. They can't see anything good that their father did for them. Can't see anything good that... Look, can I give you a little advice? If you are going to marry a sister and the sister is always complaining about her father and complaining about her brothers, you are the next target of complaint. Advise yourself. She cannot see anything good that her father has done. Neither can she see anything good that her, uh, the brothers have done. You are the next candidate. Advise yourself. Ungrateful people. Somebody has left his church. He complained about his church and he has left his church and he's come and he's praising your church. Get ready. Next time the complaint will be you. Are you seeing why you must read the book? Yes, Nibi Yemi, powerful things. The ten horns, horn of doubt. Yes, it will cause you not to believe the word of God. One of the things that you need is the word of God. The word of God is everything. But the horn of doubt will cause you not to believe. What about sorry, sir? They be a they be preach be a unjindi. Asamu, I will carry on short circuit. Yami. 
It's a horn. Horn of darkness. It makes you live in ignorance. You have no idea what is in the word of God. You have no idea the authority you have as a believer. You have no idea the power of God. I mean, thought, and that is what is happening to the church. There is darkness over the church and we don't even know what we have in Christ. Darkness. Horn of darkness. Horn of deception. Horn of distraction. In fact, all the horns are these. It's okay. Buy the book. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, the two books are going for 100 Ghana cities. If you have your 100 Ghana cities here tonight, please come. Come and, come and, come and get a book. I beg you. Come and get a book. Come and get a book. Oh, yesterday I told you come with money to come and buy the book. So, please. Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, yesterday I was here. You didn't buy one of the books, please. Uh, yes, mobile money. Please. We need your Momo number. Do you know something? Mention it so that he will put it on the screen. So that anybody who wants to pay with Momo can just... So please come. Yes. Yes, who is coming? Please. God bless you. May you benefit greatly from the book you are buying. 